There is no one like you. This is the first digging deep this year. Let's thank him that we are here to learn at his feet. And he's ready to teach us tonight. Say, Father, we thank you. Because you will teach me your word tonight. You will open my eyes to your word tonight. You will talk to me tonight in the language that I will understand. Talk to God Almighty. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Forever, oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven, it is settled forever, <coughs> forever. Oh Lord, yeah, you never did this. Oh, forever, forever, Lord. Oh Lord, yeah. Come on, stand. Your word is here. Yeah. I am ready to obey the living word of God. I am ready. To obey your word, I am ready. I am ready to. I am ready. I am ready. The Kalada Busha Tali Mariana Basata Yalabaya. Hallelujah, I am ready. I am ready, Lord, living word of God. Oh, I am ready to obey. Ancient one, ever true. Changing me, changing me, and changing you. Hey. 
you are the ancient world we have come tonight to learn from you because you are the teacher you are the greatest teacher please teach us tonight speak to us tonight thank you father in Jesus name we are praying please be seated you are welcome to the first digging deep this year you are welcome in the name of the Father, the name of the Son, the name of the Holy Spirit. I want to sing a hymn before we go into the world. It's from hymn 382. If you can search for it, you are free to sing with me even as I sing. 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 7 says, But the end of all things is at hand. The end of all things is at hand. So be ye therefore sober and wash unto prayer. Help me to tell your neighbor. Say neighbor. The end of all things is at hand. So be ye therefore sober and wash unto prayers. First Peter chapter 4 verse 7. Christ That is the song I'm singing, the hymn I want to sing. Christ Thou art hidden midst of us, wash and pray. Principalities and powers must Wait for thy on thy eyes. Wash and pray. Guide the heavenly among where it every night and day. Abush lies the evil one. Wash and pray. Yet the victors who walk see the warriors wear. Oh, it was sweet 
voice acclaim, worship and pray. Yeah, above all, yeah, the Lord, if thou lovest to The last stanza. Was a seed on that alone of the issue of that day. Pray that it may be sent down. It is a pity that many Christians are no longer washing. Many of us are no more washful. But I pray that tonight the Lord will revive us, the Lord will touch us, and the Lord will make us to always be at alert in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. So tonight, we are looking at the topic, spiritual cancer. Thank God we have so many medical personnel, people, nurses, doctors in the house. And I want to believe we all know what cancer is. Cancer is something that is very terrible. <clears throat> it's a terrible thing. Cancer is a deadly disease. It's a disease. Praise the Lord. But a deadly one. Cancer is something that kills very fast. Cancer is something personally is something that I don't even pray. <laughs> that anybody around me should do what? Should contact. Because by the grace of God, I have seen so many people that have died as a result of cancer. Close people, loved ones. In fact, one that died before she died, she was even praying for death to come and take her away. Because of the pain she was going through as a result of cancer. I pray for everyone here. Cancer will never come near you in the name of Jesus Christ. But physical cancer no matter how strong it may be or look like cannot take anybody to hell 
I'm talking about physical cancer. If the person is holy, born again, if the if professor, the person or the victim of cancer still died of cancer physically, the person can still make heaven. <laughs> but if someone should die of spiritual cancer, that is the end. Spiritual cancer can make somebody to be separated from God completely. Because anybody that is in hell is already what? That person is what? He's already separated from God. I pray you will not go to hell in the mighty name of Jesus. Cancer is a deadly disease. Which, if not removed, will later destroy the victim. One of my friends, I think I've mentioned the story, the case there before. His wife died of cancer about two years ago. When the thing started, the thing started as a, like a, what do we call it, a, a lung. And she discovered it very early. She told the husband, as she was taking a bait, she just discovered, ah, what is this? And she quickly ran out of the bedroom. Come, come, come and touch here. I can feel something. The husband said, but this thing was not there before. He said, yes. I said, we need to go and see a doctor. So that day she dressed up and they went to the hospital and they examined her. After the examination, the doctor said, well, that is what they call what? Lumped. But we need to remove it. Ah. So you have to remove it? He said, yes, how? He said, we are going to operate on you to remove it. The woman said, no, I don't want it. I, I, if I can't, if I, she, she disagreed. So she returned back to the house. The husband was trying to convince her, please, let's re, let them remove this thing. She said, no. I believe the thing will go. The thing will disappear. So she returned back home. After, according to the husband, he said about two months or three months after, she started having what? Pains. And then she told the husband, he said, now, you know, the other time, she wasn't feeling any pain. At this time now, pain, then the breast has started what? Swelling. And the husband said, hmm, don't you think we need to go back to the same doctor? Yeah, he said, let's go. So they went to the place, and the doctor said, well, this time around, they have to refer them, or that they will need to refer them to a special, and all this, uh, what do we call it, a specialist hospital. So they were referred to FMC or what? From Delta. So when they got there, they said, Madam, the best thing we can do now is to do what? Cut off the what? The breast. The other time, they said, let's just remove it, Abby. And the breast will still be what? Will still be there. And then you will leave. He said, No. 
Now, the thing has graduated, moved from stage one to another stage. He said, let's cut off this breast completely. Now, he still, the fact they told her, they said, the thing is still okay at that stage. The woman said, no way. That she still believe that the problem will leave, will disappear. So they return back to the house. Before you know it, the husband said the thing just opened, you know? The thing busted. And then pus started coming out. So by the time they went back to the hospital, they told her, Madam, the first time they went, they, let's cut off this thing. We can still cut it now. She said, no way. Then some people told her about traditional ABBA medication. He started taking it. As she was taking it, the pain was what? Increasing. The thing was increasing. The thing was increasing. Before she finally... Not even up to a year. The whole thing happened within one year. And she died. To call the story short, the husband don't get another wife for today. If I had not... A year, if I just exactly one year. Praise the Lord. The man remarried. But anytime I remember the story, I always feel ah, this woman will have allowed them to remove the lung. That will never be your portion in the name of Jesus. So that is why I said, which if not removed will later destroy the victim. What is that cancer? In your own life, that spiritual cancer that is already growing. Now you can still get rid of it. Now. I say now. Don't wait till the thing is now what? Has now become too late. When you hear a doctor say it's already too late, if they have brought him, if they have brought her before now, she will have lived. But now, there is nothing anybody can do. Spiritual cancer. What is that spiritual cancer self that we are talking about? Because somebody may begin to say, ah. I don't understand, but thank God you are with the pamphlet. The spiritual cancer is what? Sin. Somebody says sin. First Samuel chapter 11. First Sam I'm sorry, Second Samuel chapter 11. We're going to read from verse 1 to 11. And it came to pass after the year was expired. I want you to please pay attention to this story. At the time where kings, at when? Somebody said the time. That when kings go forth to battle. How many kings are here tonight? If you are a king, shout hallelujah. If you are a born again Christian, you are a king. That is why the Lord Jesus is who? The King of Kings. So we are kings. 
The Bible says we are royal priesthood. But that title eh, is not just for what? For fun. It's for what? Eh? Praise the Lord. For what? <laughs> Hallelujah. Look at it now. The Bible says at the time when kings go forth to what? To battle. That David sent Joab and his servant. He was supposed to go with them. David was supposed to go with them. Praise the Lord. But this time now he has he was seeing himself as a big man. Big men don't go to battle. They send their, their, their servants. How many big men are here tonight? If you already see yourself as a big man, I pity you. Before God, all of us are who? Are what? We are what? We are children. We are children of God. Daddy Gio told us one time, he said, the day you begin to see yourself as somebody who has arrived, he said, then you should know you are what? You are in trouble. You are already a failure. You are finished. You will not finish in the name of Jesus Christ. So David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel. And they destroyed the children of Ammon and besieged Rabbah. But David tarried still at where? At Jerusalem. He stayed behind. The time he was supposed to be at the battlefield, he was at home. What was he doing at home? Many of us are already resting. Sir, this is not the time to rest. Look at the hymn we sang. As Christians, this is the time to fight. I said, this is the time to do what? To fight. The battle we are fighting, do you know the battle is becoming what? <laughs> it's becoming tougher on daily basis, every day. Every believer is supposed to be at the battlefield. That is what the Bible says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against who? Against principalities, against who? Uh-huh, and who? Rulers of darkness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So they destroyed. He said, he said, he tarried still at Jerusalem. Now verse 2. And it came to pass in the evening, in the evening time, that David arose from off his what? His bed. <laughs> A big man. And walked upon the roof of the king's house. And from the roof, he saw a woman washing himself. And the woman was very beautiful to look upon. And David sent and, and, and inquired after the woman. And one said, Is not this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah, the Ititah? And David sent messengers and took her. And she, be, and she came in unto him. And he laid with her. Hallelujah. 
David met himself in that mess. Why? Because he was resting. He was relaxing. At the time that he was supposed to be at where? At the, bat at the battlefield. He ended up sleeping with this woman. She slept with, he slept with her. For she was purified from her uncleanness. And she returned unto her house. And the woman conceived for David. And sent and told David and said, I am with child. And David sent to Joab, saying, Send me Uriah, the Ittite, the husband of the woman. And Joab sent Uriah to David. And when Uriah was come unto him, David demanded of him how Joab did, and how the people did, and how the, the war prospered. And David said to Uriah, Go down to thy house and wash thy feet. And Uriah departed out of the king's house. And there followed him a mess of what? Of meat from the king. And Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his lord and went down to his house. And when they had told David, saying, Uriah went down unto his house, David said unto Uriah, Camest thou not from thy journey? Why then did thou not go down into thy house? Verse 11, the last. And Uriah said unto David, The ark and Israel and Judah abide in tent, and my Lord Joab and the servant of my Lord are a camp in the open field. Shall I then go into my house to eat and to drink and lie with my wife? He didn't know that the wife was already what? Carrying another man's child. As thou liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not do this thing. In this study, we want to look into the cause of sin. May the Lord bless us as we study at his feet tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, please, remove your eyes from your manual. I want us to be practical now. And I will need your contributions. We are Christians. What are the causes? Praise the Lord. Causes of sin. I want you to start meditating. <laughs> I was trying to ask a doctor the real cause of cancer. Thank God we have doctors in the house. <laughs> I'm going to ask some of them tonight. Praise the Lord. Oh. I asked the, the doctor. Then, at the teacher, what do we call it? Ibadan teaching hospital. A big doctor, an old man. Sir, I want you to tell me. I won't tell you what he told me yet. Let me hear from some of our daddies in the house and our mommies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Can you tell us one of the causes? 
Please, we need a mic here. Physically now. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, a majority of cancers, the cause is unknown. The cause is what? Unknown. Unknown. Majority. All right. Okay. Then some of them are risk factors. Certain risk factors can predispose you to have um, different kinds of cancer. So it depends on the kind of cancer it is. Depends on the kind of cancer it is. Hallelujah. Depends on the type of cancer. Amen. Because I was trying to. The person, you know, the whole doctor was just, hey, my brother, we have been doing research. Abi. To really know the real cause, so that at least they, so that they can tell people that this is the major cause. He said, No doctor can stand to say this is the major cause of cancer. But the person was just saying, He said, But we, he said, the only advice he would like to give to people is that we should be watchful. Abima. If God forbid, it will never locate your house in the name of Jesus. But we need to be watchful. Watch what you eat, Abi. Your lifestyle, Abima. This is said, be careful of what you eat, the, the way you live your life. Too much of enjoyment, comfort. Praise the Lord. Don't let me, don't let me, let's still wait. That's why I say, don't look at your your manual for now. Now, what are the causes of sin? Because anywhere you see smoke, when you see smoke coming out from somewhere, you should know that there must be what? Fire burning there. For every cause, there is a cause. You know the cause I'm talking about now? What, who can talk? I want us to contribute. Bible students, we want to learn from each other tonight. Daddy Emoyo, give him the mic. Sir? Hello? That is lustfulness. Lustfulness. <laughs> which one is, uh, is Daddy Emoyo speaking in tongues? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were speaking. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The loss of what? The, the highs, the loss of the flesh. And what? Pride of life. So, every other point now will be under these three points. Amen. But I still want us to contribute because when you tell somebody the loss of the eyes, what do you mean by the loss of the eyes? Eh? So my eyes can loss. How? How does he do that? And the loss of the flesh. Flesh. Yeah, see flesh. Eh? Loss. How? We need to break it down. Hallelujah. And the pride of what? Of life. Thank you, sir. I need contribution. Mamiero, causes of sin. Because if we don't know the cause of a thing or the causes of a particular thing, how do we do what? Avoid it. He 
if you do this, this, this is what this thing will resort to. Praise the Lord. So, if we don't want that resort, then you must do away, eh? You must run away from what? From the cause. From what will make that thing to happen. So, mommy. Ending with what you have. Lack of contentment. Praise God. So, where do we place that one? Under these three things now. That is the loss of the eyes. Lack of contentment. God has blessed you with good heads. I mean, with good body. And you now say, I don't like my complexion. Let me start doing what? Bleaching. Do you know you can contact skin cancer as a result of that? I hope we are ready. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Lack of contentment. You know, somebody say, I don't like the shape of my bottom. Eh? I want them to do what? To hard to eat. What kind of wala are you looking for? <laughs> God, we have mercy in the mighty name of Jesus. Lack of contentment. In fact, do you know one of the reasons why people commit sin is this point? God has blessed you with a car. He has given you a house. And you said, no, by force. This year, I must build what? Two houses. By fire, by, by thunder. And then you now start forging figures in your office. You now start increasing what? Uh, what do we call it? Inflating what? When they send you... When they ask you to present a, a what do we call it now, a, a quotation, you have to hit. You say, "Now they are the work." Nobody where, where person they work in the shop. That the Jew we always say that one. He say you are hitting some paper, and anybody that hits some paper must pass out what blood. The thing will scatter your, <laughs> your, your stomach, you will start purging. Many people are spiritually purging. You don't know. Because they are feeding what they are supposed not to, to eat. Hallelujah. Lack of contentment. Thank you, ma. Mommy another cause. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When someone is doing something that is not good, and when someone is proud, and uh, pride. yes, when you are when you are proud, that is pride now can make someone sin in the sense that you want to be what you are not. God bless you, man. Mommy, don't go, don't say don't say any other thing. David was supposed to be at the battlefield, but pride made him to stay stay back. I'm the organ now, Abi. I can go at any time. If I'm not going today, nobody will what? Nobody will arrest me. Hallelujah. That is pride. He has forgotten that even though you are a leader, 
there is somebody that is still higher than you praise the lord like the president of this country now praise the lord he is the president the number one number one, number one man in nigeria but over him there is another man and who is that man the almighty god himself Praise the Lord. So if every leader can be conscious of this, eh? always know this, uh, that ah, God is watching, he's looking at me. We will be careful the way we, the way we lead. Praise the Lord. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Another one. Mommy, mommy, mama do. Spiritual lukewarmness. Yes. You are not odds and you are not what? You are just in between. And do you know that one is even very dangerous? It's more dangerous than when you are even cold. Do you know that? That the Jew said one time, he said it is a dangerous thing for somebody to sit on the face. You are in between. He said God will be what? Dealing with you. And Satan will also be what? The two of them will be dealing with you at the same time. They will deal with you. Praise the Lord. He said, that is why if you want to serve Satan, he said, go, go, go and serve him. Eh? Go and serve him. You are not on the lost side and you are not on... Ah, it's not possible. Lukewarmness. Praise the Lord. Sir, Daddy Prince, when you are not prayerful, many people don't know that prayerlessness can make somebody to sin. Praise the Lord. Because a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. If you are not praying, temptation will come, manipulation will come. That is why the Bible says, Wash and what? And pray. Wash and pray. Hallelujah. Daddy Aganga. Hallelujah. Lack of ignorance. Yes, sir. He wants us to fall into sin. And he is eagerly waiting for opportunity to be created. If we are not aware obviously we fall into the trap yes sir. and that's what happened to david that was what that's happened. why david later said in sin did mm. my mother conceive me mm. i was shaping iniquity mm. he forgot that knowledge mm. if that knowledge was still with him mm. he would have been at the battlefront mm. and he would have escaped that trap mm. praise the lord ignorance there is an adage in my place he said Monkey is eating, uh, they eat banana. Abi, uh, is this monkey or squirrel? Which one now? It's monkey, Abi, and he's shaking, waving his tail like this. Unknowingly to him that what we kill him is what is what he's feeding on. You know one thing about sin? Anytime Satan wants to make a true child of God to fall into sin, there is a way he does the pack, you know, there is what we call packaging. He will package it in a way that the thing will be very, very what? 
attractive. It's like somebody should go and put poo poo inside a very beautiful world ditch and present it before you and say, ah, inside this plate, inside this dish, ah, there must be a very nice pounded yam. And by the time, it is after you have opened it that you will now discover that what is inside this world is not actually what you are thinking. Hallelujah. We should be careful. Many people don't know there is another adage in my play that says, after six, you know six, we have number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, number six. Do you know that the figure does not stop there? After six, there are still so many what? Numbers. Many people, like some people, when it comes to fornication, they will only be looking at the player. That five minutes of what? Five minutes, it's not even up to five minutes. Five seconds enjoyment. And by the time you finish, your eyes will now become what? Ignorance. The Bible says, My people perish for lack of what? Lack of knowledge. And that is why we need to study the word. And that is why we need to know. That the wages of sin is what? Is death. Hallelujah. If God is saying, Be holy, sir, it's for your own good. You think it's for his own good? I'm asking. If God says, Be holy, is it for his own good? It's for your own good, sir. Not for. God is holy. God is self what? He has everything. Yoruba, we call it up. He has, in fact, he's more than enough. God does not need anything from anybody to be God. Are you getting what I'm saying? He's the Almighty. Daddy Joe was talking to us. He said, God said, He said, Praise me. And you say, You are not going to praise God. Oh, he said, You are doing yourself. If you don't praise Him, that doesn't change God. Abisa. Does he? God will still remain God. He said, if I if the old world should stop praising him, sir, what about the millions, the uncountable cherubim and sheraphim, the angels in heaven that are praising him? He says, so when he says, praise me, he says so that he can what? He can bless you. He said that anytime you are praising God, you are exalting God, you are magnifying. Some say, well, magnify, magnify, magnify Christ the Lord. He says, some of you will be looking at it as if you are doing, eh? Yoruba will say, you are doing something that somebody has never done before. He said, you don't know that each time, anytime you are praising God, something is being added to your life. Anytime you praise God, anytime you praise him, you thank him all out of it. He said, God adds something to you. He said, how do I know? Now, if you are a true worshiper, anytime you are praising God, there is something you feel. I don't know if you feel. There is something I always feel. Suddenly, my head begins to what? We begin to swear. Eh? I'll be feeling something like electric, you know. It will be as if I'm... Eh? He said, that is... You are magnifying yourself as you are magnifying God. You are doing what? 
you are magnifying yourself. So when he says, be holy, he says it's for your own good. Be holy. Because when you are holy, affliction will be far from you. Demons will be far from you. Enemy will not be able to reach you. Praise the Lord. They will not be able to come near you. But when you are living in sin, ah, demons. I was talking to somebody recently. Don't let me say it. Hallelujah. Because the person was discussing something with me. It's a secret. Praise the Lord. God will help us in Jesus' name. Mommy Aganga. Hallelujah. Let's, oh, let's clap for mommy. Oh. Laziness can make somebody to what? To sin. Mommy, can you explain? All right. Have you swept this office this morning? Because of laziness, you know that you didn't sweep it. Yes, sir. You lie. You tell the person that you I've tell lies to cover up. To cover up. Laziness. Like what happened to David, sir? It was laziness. Oh. Amen. Laziness. A man that was supposed to be at the battlefield fighting for his people, defending the name of God, he was at home doing what? Enjoying. Should we say enjoy? Was he really enjoying? He was sleeping. Because the Bible says, as he woke up, Abby, from his bed, then the next thing was that he saw what he should do like what? See. Many of us already see what we are supposed not to be seen because of what? Spiritual laziness. You are supposed to wake up to pray. You are supposed to study your Bible. You are supposed to fast. You are not fasting because of laziness. Sir, devil will begin to show you what you are supposed not to what? As a Christian, what you are supposed not to see. That is the time your mind will begin to think of worship pornography. Um, visiting places that you are supposed not to visit. Abby? Um, what now again? In fact, the things of the world will begin to what? Attract you. Begin to, and you start feeling like, ah, I wish I can. I wish I can. Because of laziness. But when you see somebody that is on fire, somebody that is burning for Jesus, fasting and praying, every time, like what I told the youth here yesterday, Brother Daniel, I said, you know, I, when I was talking about let deep call unto deep, you remember what I said now? I said as a Christian, as you are praying, you receive revelation. Abi, As you are studying the word, you receive revelation. As you are still on that revelation, meditating on that, you have not recovered from me to eh? Another one is already what? Waiting. As you are leaving that one, you are doing what? You are moving to another one. When, what time will you even have? To think about the things of this world. Hallelujah. Christian, seek no year repose. Yeah, the guardian ages say, 
thou hast hidden me so fools. Wash and pray. Sister Foma, any other cause? Fear can make somebody to sin. That is another one. I don't want to be sacked. Your guy is asking you to start having a extra, what do we call it now? Marital relationship with him. And you are a Christian. And because you don't want him to sack you, you now release or agree with him. Fear. Fear. So many people are committing sin because of fear. If you don't do it, you will see what I will do. The Bible says you should fear, you should not fear anybody that cannot what? That cannot kill your what? Your soul. Sir, any point? Eh? Evil communication. That is another one. The Bible says evil communication corrupts what? Good manner. Show me your friend. Eh? There is another adage in my He said, show me your friend and I will show you who you are. I think I mentioned that recently here. Who is your best friend? Because Bell of the same feather flock together. Something happens on our way from Benida. I, I, I saw one car with him. You know, jokingly, the moment I made that statement, I started meditating on it. You know, I kept quiet after some time. They wrote eagle, eagle line on the bus. And the bus, the driver was just driving. And I said, ah, you are an eagle. You are supposed to be flying. And you are moving this way. And that, that guy, guy said, no, he said, this eagle has turned towards a chicken. Praise the Lord. So many eagles have turned to what? Chickens. If you are an eagle and you are playing with what? Chickens. You are already what? A chicken. Like what they do in the north. You know this uh, guinea fowl? You know guinea fowl? That one from the north. You know how they react it now? That thing will never hash it. It doesn't have the, the capacity to hash our own egg. Do you know? So what they do, and that thing can lay egg. In fact, one guinea fowl can lay 50 eggs. 50. In fact, the season is coming now. Around January, February, that is the time they lay egg. In fact, one, one guinea fowl can lay, you know this uh, paint rubber, that small custard rubber. You can lay egg that will food that... I don't know where they said the strength had. <laughs> he will not be lady egg every day, every day, every day. But you know what? If you want to have guinea uh, a fowl, you go and pack the egg and put it under what? A chicken, a hen. You empty all the eggs under the hen and put guinea fowl eggs and the chicken too. Because a result of ignorance. Abi. You'll be sleeping on egg 
that doesn't belong to her. And you know normally, hey, their own heads supposed to be for 21 days, Abi. Incubation, yeah, yeah, yeah. What for their own incubation? Now, 21 days or 22 days. But you know, the shell of guinea fowl is stronger, so it takes longer time. You know, the chicken will not get up from there till it begins to hear what sound inside those hands. So it will be there. And when it is time, it will start hashing the egg. It will hash everything. In fact, I used to, you know, I, start, I learned a lot in the North. Maybe one of these days I will talk about Kame. That is another wonderful animal on his own. So, you know, one thing is that the, the, the chicks from uh, Guinea fowl, they are, they are faster and they are sharper <laughs> than the normal normal chicken so the mother will be looking and that one will be carrying them up and down will be carrying them up and down but some people will miss the egg put normal chicken egg and put guinea fowl egg together and the chicken will see ash everything so they will be growing together so you know because the guinea chick, uh, the guinea fowl is seeing you know, they are looking up to their mother so whatever the mother do, that is what they too do. They, they do. So, and they will be like that. They will not fly. They will be walking around with their, with their, with their friends, with their colleagues. Yeah? But the day they realize that they have the strength, the capacity, the potential to walk, to fly. Oh God. The owner will not see them again, no. And that is one thing. There was a time I wanted to read there. My neighbor said, ah, hey, hey, you better follow them. Over. He said, because they will just fly away. If they are 20, you may not have more than five again. At the end of the day, 15 will fly away. But we have so many eagles today that are walking around with chickens. Evil communication can corrupt you. Can make you to sin can make you to start doing what as a Christian you are supposed not to do. So this year, please, check your friends. Begin to do what? Select. Anybody that is not helping you to grow spiritually, cut off that person from yourself. Anybody that is encouraging you, you know we have evil encouragers. Evil who? Encouragers. Just like we have Destiny helpers. Then we have uh, evil helpers. They are when you say you want to live holy, forget, forget. The thing is not as difficult as you are seeing it. Cut off. And God will help you in the name of Jesus Christ. Because of time. Mine. Any point? <laughs> Lack of discipline. That is another one. You can't see somebody that is disciplined, sir. Sleeping too much. Resting too much. Am I talking? If you're a disciplined man, sir. Ah, like that, the Gio. Recently, he was saying, he said some people was asking him, do you sleep at all? 
Because this is a man by 12 when people are sleeping, that is the time he will wake up and start walking around the campground doing what? Pray. You know why he's doing that? Ah. Daddy says so that I will not go and be, so that I will not begin to see abnormal things. Like what David saw that landed him in what? In trouble. I pray. Anything you will do that will land you in trouble, you will never do it in the name of Jesus. Judges chapter 4. Now you can open your manual. Judges chapter 4. Somebody should read from verse 19 to 21. Judges chapter 4 from verse 19. And he said unto her, A little water. For I am thirsty. And she opened a bottle of milk and gave him drink and covered him. Again he said unto her, Stand in the door of the tent, and it shall be when any man does come and inquire of thee and say, is there any man here that thou shalt say mm. no? Verse 21, the Lord. Then Jael Abba's wife took a nail of the tent and took an hammer in her hand and went softly unto him and smote nail into his temples and fastened it into the ground for he was fast asleep and weary. So he died. Hey! Any sleep that will kill you, eh? Are you heard what I'm saying? Any sleep that will kill you, you will not sleep that kind of sleep in Jesus' name. Some people, they are alive for physically, but spiritually they are already dead. Somebody can sleep spiritually. And from there, pass on. And if you are sleeping now, you better wake up quickly. And that is the essence of tonight's message. The purpose of tonight's sermon. The Lord has sent us to tell you enough of what? Spiritual what? Slumbering. Many of us are sleeping already. So God wants us to wake up. Because relaxation... Instead of preparation, it's an open door to the enemy. Relaxation, instead of what? Preparation is an open door to who? To the enemy. You are supposed to... He said, occupy till I come. That is what the word of God says. Occupy till I what? Till I come. Before committing sin, you must have done what? Conceive it. Sin does not just take place. Sin doesn't just what? Take place. You must have conceived it. Something happened. One of our pastors committed adultery one time. And when he was asked to come and face the panel, that the Jew said he was begging. Please, I'm sorry. Eshuni. Eshuni. You know the meaning of that? Eshuni. Eh? Eh? Na Satan. To Satan. And that the Jews said, keep quiet. 
were visiting that lady. And he said, I didn't know. I said, don't tell me that you didn't know. The thing did not just stop over. I mean, did not, the thing didn't start overnight. He said, yes, sir. And, and actually, she was helping me. Helping you to do what? And she will cook. She will invite me to come and eat. And I will go and eat. So you, as you were going there to eat, you now started eating something else. Say so. What do you? Why are you here? And he said, "I want you to. I want the church to suspend me." Ah. <laughs> what a funny matter. The church to suspend you. <laughs> I said, "So you didn't think of us of this when you were going and going until the thing resorted to what it resorted to." Ah. I said, "I'm not going to suspend you." I said, "It is well with you. You can go." He, 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 he walked out of my office reluctantly he was just going and he stood outside you know I believe he must have discussed it with some of the brothers you know you all these are where I, and they said hey, have you told that I was hearing have you discussed with daddy he said yes I've told him what did he say daddy said uh, that I should go ah go back and meet him oh. he must suspend you <laughs> and he came back no, daddy, please, if you don't punish me, God will punish me. I say, ha. So you even know that God can punish somebody. He said, I should punish him. He said, my own punishment, we, 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 that one, yeah, hey. he said, he's better than the punishment. I said, oh God, I'm not going to suspend you. And I didn't suspend him. I wasn't led to suspend him. Actually, the reason is that if I should suspend him, he will not know the, the meaning of suspension. I didn't suspend him. But on his own, he stopped working. A worker, he stopped working. He was coming to church, coming for workers' meeting, coming for every program, and on his own, he started sitting somewhere. On his own. I said, the other one is better. Abi, let him go and settle the matter with God alone. I'm telling you. I discussed with my leader. They said, that one is good. Ah, you know, I said, I won't, so I, I, I'm not going to suspend him. Yes. So, by the grace of God, he did that for some time. Oh, and then he now came again. He said, sir, I, thought, I hope you have... Maybe you have observed the way I say I can see, but uh, Mister Sir, and I want to marry you. Uh, so what is now your plan? I want to go and pay the as a student. He said, "No, sir. God will help me. It's my cross." He met his parents. They went there to go and said to me, the parent of the girl. Actually, he paid the bride price and they went for court's wedding. And he returned back to school. He suffered. He paid for it. In fact, because of the girl, because of this matter, the brother did not go for service. 
After this, after his uh, whatever, he picked up a security job somewhere. Gateman. Ah, the kid don't come now. Now he must take care of the child and the wife, and he started. But by the grace of God, today at least he is better now. But I'm not encouraging anybody to go and do that. Let me tell you one thing. What Mr. Hay will do and he will go free, another person will do it and the person will know what? What David did. You remember, he cried to God for mercy. He cried unto God, Lord, I am sorry! And God showed him mercy. King Saul did not do up to that too. And he died mysteriously. So deal with that cancer before the cancer deals with you. Cut off that cancer. You know, somebody was, I met a doctor. He said there is a way they can deal, especially if the cancer is all this eternal one, not the one on the surface. He said they bicot it, Abi. I don't know, man. Somebody was having the cancer very close to the liver. And the doctor said, I said, are they going to research? Since they have discovered early, they quickly discovered, he said, they are going to buy cut. I mean, he was trying to explain how they will do it to cut off, eh? cut it off. And the person was, I said, eh? so you can see cut it off. Now, let's read Matthew, the last place we are reading tonight. Ma Go and read the remaining, whatever, on your own. Matthew chapter 5, 23, 27 to 30. Matthew chapter 5, 27. Matthew 5. Ye have heard. Thou shalt not commit adultery. But thou shalt not even commit anything. Uh -huh. But I say unto you. But I say unto you. Whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her eh? had committed adultery. Anybody who looketh upon a woman to lust after has committed adultery. Eh? Already in his heart. Uh -huh. Go ahead, man. And if thy right eyes offend thee. And that is where I'm going now. If thy right eyes is causing you to sin. Are you going to say now? Making you to sin. The Bible says you should do what? You should pluck it out. If it is your hand, he says you should do what? But don't go and behave like a brother in Akureo. This brother said his private parts always move him. This one, they told me the story. He wasn't here there. They said he went to the store and bought a razor blade, locked out himself, and he cut off his own private parts. That was how he started bleeding. Yes, life story in Akure Town. Years ago. About 20, over 20 years ago now. Cut off his own private part. That was how he started bleeding. Earlier than, uh, earlier than that. The Bible says for the weapon of our warfare, they are not what? They are not carnal. So he cut off his own private part and he started bleeding. Though they quickly rushed him to the state specialist hospital. They helped him, but the guy can no longer, he's just alive like that. He can't do anything. 
they, they, they now ask him, why did you cut off your private part? He said he read the Bible. <laughs> and he was trying to interpret it literally. Are you going to say now? <laughs> he said the Bible says if it is your eyes. He said so he discovered that his private part was always uh, he said so eh? so the best thing is to cut it off. And yes, Abisa, he, he caught it off. Eh? For that sin. And he, and he caught it off. Yes. Ah. Ah. Somebody said we enter the kingdom of God. How are you sure we enter the kingdom of God? of the eyes what about the hearts because uh, <laughs> sit down my sister praise the lord <laughs> glory to god glory to god glory to god so that is not what the Bible. The Bible is not saying you should go and look for cutlass to cut off your hand, or go and look for a sharp knife to remove your high soul. What the Bible is saying is that you should work on yourself. And how do you do that? By studying the word. And please let me. When you even read, let's even finish the the solution to the spiritual cancer is Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen, he said the more you cover up your sin, the more you have to eat. The soldiers of God are always on the winning side. Believers enjoy working for God than earthly enjoyment. So the omniscience God knows your word, your secret. That secret you are hiding is a cancer. If you don't open it up, one day, the secret will open you up. If you don't deal with it now, that thing will expose you one day. Tell God, Lord, help me to overcome this thing. And God will help you. And be sincere about it. Pray. Fast. Study the word. Hallelujah. And don't just study it and practice it. And the Lord will help you. Hallelujah. So we're going to stop here tonight. I'm going to read the remaining one. Praise the Lord. Oh. Any question? Contribution? Let's rise to our feet. I want you to pray. Say, Father. Every spiritual cancer in my life, help me to deal with it tonight. Open your mouth and turn it to prayer. Cry to God, that spiritual cancer that is eating me up. Father, help me to deal with it tonight. Help me, help me. Talk to God. If you know it, mention it to God. 
personally tell it to God, Father, this spiritual cancer, Father, help me to overcome it tonight. Give me the grace to deal with it tonight. Give me the grace. 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 Father, help me. I am ready tonight, Lord, to deal with it. I am ready to cooperate with you. Father, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord. I have no power of my own. I have no, I have no power of my own. Holy Spirit, oh, I confess to you. Holy Spirit of God, I have no power of my own. Father, we want to thank you for your word that has come tonight. Lord, we are praying for everyone here tonight that if there is any spiritual cancer in our lives, Father, help us to deal with it in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, help us. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Let's bring our offering out. Thursday is our prayer program. Please let's make sure we are available for the for heat. God will bless us. We will not be able to sing. Let's just pass, come forward and drop the offering. Drop the offering as we share the grace together. The grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God, the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Shalom. <laughs>